Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Sometimes it's that simple. So why don't we do that? Let's unplug to plug back in. We'll start in down dog. A little energy balancing practice for you today, which seems about right. And uh, energy balancing in the sense that whatever you're coming in with, whether you need a little boost or you need a little calming down, we get to that with yoga by establishing steady, consistent breath and movement of our body. So it could be a nice athletic practice. It could be a nice calm practice. The poses can be the same. approach to steadying yourself, to balancing your energy with your consistency and your attention to what you're doing. That being said, take rest when you need to take rest. Take water when you need to take water. Have one more breath here in down dog. On your exhales, really simply step your right foot forward into a low lunge. When you inhale, you're going to straighten your front leg. Let your head drop. When you exhale, bend into your right knee again. Bring the back knee down. We're going to take the right hand to the right thigh. Give it a twist. Heart forward. Breath in all the way. When you exhale, release the right hand to the mouth. Step back. Hands and knees go to the floor. Take locust. And then exhale, release that hands to your mat, hands and knees to down dog. Pause here. Steady breath in and out. Simple left foot step forward, low lunge. Inhale to straighten the front leg to lift out of it. And then exhale, bend into the front knee. Back knee down gently. Bring left hand to left thigh. Draw your heart forward. Rotate. Breath in. Heart moves up and forward. There's a little back bend at the top of every twist. And then back to center, left hand down, all the way to the mat. And breathe in, up for locus. Breathe out, really slow. Press into your hands and knees. Back to down dog. The end of that exhale. Feel the floor, hands and feet. Then have a breath in. Let you let out through your mouth. Walk forward to a wide-legged forward fold that becomes a squat, like halfway down toward Malasana, then bow forward. And you'll sit your hips back about halfway to Malasana, draw your heart forward, flat back, and then bow. The rhythm of your breath in that inhale. 
exhale. Just wrap your arms around your legs. Let your head drop. Release your fingers lightly. Let the head get heavy. Back of your neck gets soft. Breath here. Steady its rhythm in and out. Release your hands to the mat and walk your feet together. On your inhale, reach up to stand mountain pose. Spread your toes, spread your fingers. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, point to the floor, up for locust. When you exhale, stay in the back bend, bring your hands and feet to the position for cobra. Then inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades toward one another, lift up higher. Exhale, release, press back hands and knees, and down dog. Good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach out. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, want to step back, high plank to the floor. Up for locust. Hands down with the exhale, feet down with the exhale. Squeeze the shoulder blades, lift higher. Breath in. Breath out, release, press in the hands and knees, and back to down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back high to low push up chaturanga with no rush, upward facing dog. With your exhale, you're going to lower knees and navel to the mat. Inhale. Squeeze up for cobra. Release. 
press back hands and knees to down dog. Knees all the way out. Look forward. Walk or lily hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. One more, press your foot down, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hand, step back. High to low posture. Breathe in, upward facing dog. When you breathe out, knees down, legs down, navel center gets down, then inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades together. Exhale, release, press up, hands and knees, and back to down dog. Breath in, and breath out here. Look forward. Walk or lily hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. With your inhale, reach to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, fan out your front body, unfold. Exhale, bend at your knees, bow forward. Inhale, lift halfway and walk your feet hip distance apart. And step your right foot back. Low lunge, press into your feet, come up for crescent. When you breathe out, pull the arms down. You're doing imaginary pull up. Then squeeze the shoulder blades toward one another on your back. Pull the elbows toward one another in front of you. Inhale, reach up. When you exhale, left arm down. Fingers might touch the floor, they might not. Inhale, reach your right arm up. Then exhale, back to center, hands down, step back, downward facing dog. Step your right foot up and wide of the right hand. Turn the toes to the diagonal. Walk your hands and your body way over to the left. Breathe in, reach the right arm out long. Let your head drop on your exhale. Inhale, walk your hands back to center. Press into your front foot. Step your back foot up as you exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Mountain pose, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet hip distance apart. We're going to step the left leg back. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, imaginary pull up. 
cactus arms down. Squeeze shoulder blades toward one another behind you. Draw the arms forward. Press your elbow points toward one another in front. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, right arm down. Inhale, left arm up. If you're low enough, the right fingers might touch. They might not. Exhale, back to center. Plant your hand. Step back, down dog. Left foot, simple step. Wide of the left hand. Turn the toes out. So you inhale. Walk your hand over to the left. And extend the left arm out long. When you exhale, let your chin drop. Breathe all the way out here. Inhale, walk yourself back to center. Heart forward. Exhale, big step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. Nice. Breathe in. Reach up. Mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward. There's some plain vanilla lunge salutations here. Get the consistency of breath back. Half lift, breathe in. Walk your feet hip distance. Right leg back. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, hands to you, the mat. Step back, high to low push-up, or you go to the floor if you prefer cobra. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Step your right foot straight ahead. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, hands to heart. Fingertips up front, step up. Feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach out. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. Step your left foot back. Breathe in, reach up. Hands to the mat, step back. Even steady exhale, whatever you're taking on, whether it's chaturanga, the floor, down dog. Breath in. And breath out. Left foot forward. Breathe in, reach up. Hands to heart, reach forward and step up. Feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, we're gonna bow. Halfway lift, 
take your arms at your sides, squeeze the shoulder blades toward one another on your back, lift the arm bones as high as they go. And plant your hands, step back, high to low push up, chaturanga, to upward facing dog. From up dog, we're again gonna lower down, navel center to the floor in a high cobra, squeeze the shoulder blades in and down, make it higher. Then release almost down to the floor, but catch yourself in locust. Breathe in, elongate toes back, fingertips back, heart forward, up of head forward, and then release hands and feet to the mat. Press back to hands and knees, and then to down dog. Arrive here with breath in, and breath out. your inhale take your right leg up and back behind bend the knee and let the hip stack right over left and back to center bring your right knee toward your right elbow and all the way out you step right forward come on up for crescent lunge pause here breathe all the way out Deepen into your front leg. So uh, when in doubt, drop the front thigh, lift the back thigh. And most of us, unless we're told to do that, we just don't. So you're deepening in the front leg, straightening the back leg, or, or tightening the back leg, I should say. It doesn't need to be straight. Firming the, the lift of the back leg, sit into the front leg. Right. Every time your back leg's going to want to go down and your front leg's going to want to come up. Reverse it. One more breath in. And then hands to your heart. Step back, down dog. Pause and feel your two legs. On your inhale, take your left leg up and back. Turn the hip open, bend the knee. If you inhale, recenter. Take your time, it's a full breath out here. So that's a while to hug the knee toward the elbow and step lightly. Breathe in, breathe in as you come up. When you breathe out, setting yourself up in the pose, drop into the front thigh, lift the back thigh. Back knee can be bent. Straightening is not the answer, but the lift of the thigh is. For crescent, breathe. have to go back to that reminder of front thigh action of dropping back thigh action of lifting it's really tempting to lift the front and drop the back like i am right now front thigh dropping back thigh lifting breathe in reach up go long and then hands to the mat step back down dog simple breath in here breath out. Step your right foot straight ahead. Bend the back knee a lot. Hands to hips, upright lunge. So we took a shorter stance. And if you were to look at yourself from a side view, maybe you can, your back knee is now directly under your hip. To do this pose appropriately, it is not crescent lunge. 
it is back leg as bent as the knee can get underneath the hip. If you don't want to do it and you want to say, uh, you know, screw that, I'm doing crescent lunge. No, no skin off my nose. Uh, but the upright lunge, back knee's bent. Then again, we drop the back leg. We drop into the front leg, sorry. Pull the back foot forward. So back to the front, pull the mat forward. Front leg's dropping down, breathe in, reach straight up. So upright lunge, there's a consistency in naming here. Right? It's not crescent shaped. Then hands to the mat, step back, down dog. If you were doing that one, uh, the back leg is burning. And breathe in and breathe out. Left before, simple step, back knee bends. And it's like you're trying to pull the back of that mat forward. You are attempting with this stance to be stacked hip over knee. And like, maybe you can look down and see that in your body. Uh, but really what you wanna think about is the back thigh bone. Back thigh bone is vertical. Right? And your hips and your ribcage and your head all stacked on top of that thigh bone. Right? And drop into the front leg. Pull the back foot forward. The back, the ball of the back foot. Pull it into the mat. Try to scrape that thing forward. On your inhale, the arms reach straight up. So from the back knee dropping down, you're going vertically through your side body. On your exhale, hands to the mat. Step back, down dog again. That one was done appropriately. Right leg's on fire. If you're not feeling your back leg, you're not bending your back knee enough. Breath in. Breath up. On your next inhale, your right leg up and back behind you. Let the hip turn open. Exhale, bend the knee. Inhale, see if you can turn open, even more twist up to the right. And back to center as you exhale. Knee to elbow, it's plenty of time to take this really big step back into crescent lunge. Come on up and again, front thigh bone dropping, back thigh bone lifting. We're gonna complicate things at the top, but keep that action in the legs. Bring hands to heart center, rotate, turn toward your right. So you've got as much of a twist as you can get toward the right in crescent lunge. Then open the arms. Look to your front hand. Reach the left arm up, take the right hand to the right hip or over to the left thigh. Revisit the sitting into the front leg, front thigh lower, back thigh lifting. Breath in and then breath out. First come up, spot your mat, choose where to place your hands, then step back down dog. Pause and feel the two legs. And the left leg will be feeling it, not quite as much as it would uh, in an upright lunge, which we'll, we'll investigate in a minute. Take your left leg now up and back, just nice to be off the left leg pose. The hip turn open, bend the upper knee. Breathe in even more open. And still got a good amount of time to exhale, bring the left to the top. Honest attempt to touch it, definitely an attempt to set the foot down softly. Breathe in, reach up. It's a long lunge stance. We're making the crescent an aptly named 
from the back heel up to the fingertips. Looking for the lift of the back leg. We lift it into that line. Dropping into the front leg increases the, uh, well, the difficulty of the pose, but also that crescent moon shape. Right, drop the front thigh, lift the back thigh. Twist, bring, rotate your rib cage toward the left. Right arm forward, left arm back. That's gonna try to pull your sternum forward, pull your chest forward. Don't let it stay upright. Look to your front hand and reverse. Breathe in. Tighten the back leg, drop into the front thigh. Breathe out, look to your mouth. Find the hands, down dog. Breath in. Breath out, let the waves of that recede. Right foot straight ahead, simple, smaller step. Back knee bends a lot. Point the kneecap toward the floor. Point the tailbone toward the floor. Looking for upright from knee to hips, to shoulders, to hands. Drop into it like you were gonna put the back knee down on the floor. Stay upright, same twist, left arm forward, right arm back as you rotate. Pull the back knee forward. Look to your left hand, with the right hand, the back leg. Like you're gonna kneel down with the back leg, dig into the front heel, press it down, and then use that, come upright first, look to the mat, choose to place your hands and step back, down dog. Breath in. And breath all the way out. Just feel your body, there's stuff going on. Left foot, simple step, straight ahead. Bend the back knee. You're taking that stance, just like you're gonna take a knee, just like you can put that knee down, but instead you decided to hover because yoga. Arms reach straight up. So you're getting one line from knee to hips to shoulders to hands upright. Coincidence? Nope. Turn upright. So you stay from knee to head, one upright line. You're like the, the barbershop pole. They didn't have those anymore. I don't know. But straight upright. Look to your front hand. Reach up. Pull the mat with your back foot. Pull it forward. Sit low in the front leg. Dig the front heel in to press your heart up. And then bring yourself upright, hands to heart. Just check in with that. Step back, down dog, and child's pose. Sit back, rest your head, have a breath. That was a lot. That was a lot. It's a lot of technique. It was a lot of athleticism. Also, maybe a lot of overthinking and whatever it was a lot of ebbs away here. The beauty of two standing poses with so much going on is that now we can be complete with standing poses. So just have a little thumbs up moment for yourself there because that was basically the kitchen sink of all the standing techniques and one, well, two poses.
Next inhale, come on up to your hands and knees. Then if your knees could use a little extra support, a little extra gentleness, double over your mat and take camel. You're gonna be on your shin bones, not so much your knees. Uh, the, the knee joint itself isn't where we're trying to stand. We're trying to stand on the top of the tibia and you can see this for yourself. If you, uh, if you do double your mat over, uh, and it's a good, this is a good thing just to learn about your knee. Double your mat over or get a blanket. Get the shin bones on the blanket and up at the top. And then just be sort of like where you can, you can feel your patella, you can feel your kneecap. And it's not touching the floor. Like the edge of it might be like on the edge of the mat, but like you're not over on it. And uh, that's going to, that's going to help the knees for sure. All right, then. The other thing that's going to help the knees is that we're going to get into camel a slightly different way than we usually do. First, not even going to be camel. It's going to be arms at your sides. Do a shoulder shrug up, back, and down. Keep the hands at the sides. Now let your hips tilt uh, or shift back, right, so that your body's moving back. This is the Eddie Van Halen pose. You're just getting your hips back from vertical. But lots of work through your core body. Lots of work through your glutes. Let's work through center here to maintain the integrity of this so that you're not dropping into it, you're lifting into it. Then come on back up and sit back to your heels or sit back to child's pose, pause. So what we want to feel there, and we'll do it again, is a, a stretch, but an active stretch in the front of the thigh. Right? So what we're looking to get there is the hip action of camel, which is hip extension. And that's when the legs go behind the body um, to a certain degree. Not a lot. Come on up to uh, knees again. Get your balance on the uh, top of the, the shin bones and do what you need to do to get to your kneecaps. You'll want them when you're older. Then a little shoulder shrug. And then uh, just hands at your hips. Right. So uh, if you were to tilt your hips, tip your hips back and bring your chest forward, you can feel the fold, the hip hinge, the, the, in, the, the flexion of the hip. Now come back upright and give a squeeze of glute muscles to hamstrings and feel a lift of the abdominals that lengthens the front of the hip. And then hinge at the knees, take that back, get into this uh, not camel variation. Squeeze the glutes lengthen through the hip. You can play your air guitar here, but then come on up and sit back to your heels. So again, possibly some some heat, some engagement in the front of the thighs uh, was pretty strong there. That's what we're looking for. There is a really uh, traditional way of doing camel in which you do not let the hips move back. For most bodies, it just doesn't work that well. Uh, even those of us that can do it, not like really doing us a lot of favors. You may have noticed how much work that little bit of action took. That will do you some favors in strengthening your back line. Uh, come on up again, and we're gonna do the same thing, but add on. So the shoulder shrug first, then a little bit of lean back, then climb up to the balls of your feet and just as you're back here just a little side to side rocking like can you tag your heel 
So just little light brushes of the fingertips toward the heel, flirting with touching your heels. Then back to center, pull in, and then sit back. So never need to touch your heels for it to be camel, but you might have. You might, you might, so as we say in North Carolina, you might could. Of course, if you hear that in North Carolina, if someone says they might could, that means definitely not. It's like they might could come to your party. They're not coming to your party. Just so you know. Come on back up. It's like when a southerner says, bless your heart. Uh, sorry. Give it a little squeeze of the glute muscles, the hamstrings. Shoulders shrugged. Last time we're going to do this. I'm done. And this time, if you were flirting with your heels and that was going well, Take your fingertips to your heels. If you get your hands to your heels, take your hands inside the heels. Press your hands out into the heels. Press the heels into the hands so you get uh, added bonus for bicep and chest expansion there. Breath in. If you're not touching your heels, you can still do that. Imagine you're pressing your hands out into the side walls. Breath in. And then pull it on abdominals, hug in. And we're gonna sit back to child's pose down dog or dolphin you like that it's a tuna safe dolphin if you remotely smiled at that you are as big a nerd as i am and that above <laughs> you for it also if you did not smile at that it's because of a terrible joke not even a joke really but like that popcorn kernel that doesn't pop at the bottom, you know, when it like breaks your tooth. It's like that, that if a joke were popcorn, that's what that thing would have been. Come here, look forward and make your way over onto your back. If you got blocks, any supporting characters here, bring them with you for bridge. Start with, with bridge, like as you know and love it. We'll move into a support uh, in a moment, but for right now, yeah. Bridge is the same action as camel. That's the same action we're trying to get, different relationship to gravity. Same rules apply though. The squeeze of the glute muscles toward the hamstrings helps to elongate the front of the hip. Why do we care so much about this? Because we sit all the freaking time. And even if you're not sitting, but you're like gardening or you're just like, we folded the hip so much. Unfold, breath in, then blocks are nearby. Instead of coming down, slide a block or two uh, stacked sensibly underneath the hips. And instead of resting on the floor, rest in supported bridge, which could be soles of the feet on the floor, could be legs extended like Shavasana, but the blocks supporting the sacrum. If this is not for you, you want to rest on the floor, go for it. You rest on the floor. Breath in. Breath out.
and then we'll go again into working back bend. Plant the feet, lift the hips. For now, slide the blocks out of the way. If you'd like to take wheel, plant your hands, come on up. breath out come on down from wheel to bridge or down from bridge to hips on block or uh, to the floor if you're in bridge uh, from wheel you want to take either of those options go for it three breaths of rest either on the floor or supported back bend Your choice. Stay here right where you are. If this is good, this is opening for you and it's working and you're breathing and your steady consistency of breath, do it. If you prefer bridge or wheel at this point, go for it. You move the box out of the way so you have safe landing when you come down. Exhale, slowly come down. And we'll take Soktavada Kanasana, bringing the blocks underneath the legs. And if you can take them out to just the, the place to just the glancing touch of the blocks to the legs. So the legs are supported in their most full extension. And actually, it ends up being a little more intense than were you to just take the blocks away. So you can you can try that out. Get yourself to Bhattakanasana going, take the blocks real wide, and then just start bringing them in and barely, barely touch. But when they do find a spot, let the legs get heavy into the box. Now, for some of us, if Bhattakanasana is irritating to hip joints, this is not a great place to be, self-included. Uh, if that's the truth for you, get out of there. Let the blocks in closer, or if you really, like some days it's irritating, some days it's not, but if it is, a constructive rest pose, bring feet wide and knees together, especially on days if you feel that there's any kind of uh, angstiness in Subtabakanasana. Try the reverse. Breath in. 
long, slow breath out. Just tuning in, like, what does your body need today? And there's, there's a difference in all of us from day to day, from moment to moment. In this practice, you can start a practice needing a lot of big energy and end a practice needing a lot of rest or vice versa. And we don't have to constantly be pushing ourselves, just like we don't have to constantly be babying ourselves. Looking for what's the best fit in the moment to bring balance into what you're doing. And you'll know when it feels like forcing it or when it feels like something is deeply irritating, not just like this is strong work and you know, kind of not feeling like I really want to do this, to when something's not right. When you can parse those things, that's mental strength, that's mental agility. And therein lies your, your adaptability. Bring your knees together, hug them in toward you. From nose to knees, knees to nose, or curling up and in. Make your way up to boat. And this is a good category for like, I just don't want to do it. I just don't. So I'm going to do it anyway. But for some of us, there may be something really like not great, like tailbone hurts or you know, sacred electrons hurt. You can put your feet down, like hold on to your legs if that helps ease something. But honestly, if you're just like me, I'm just feeling lazy, maybe I give it a go. Maybe there's no more energy in, so I'll have to like modify it. I'll find out when I get there. Breath in, breath out. Cross the feet at the ankles, plant your hands, step back just nicely to down dog. Just like unfold yourself to down dog. It's not a big hefty process today. Next inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. And then preferred entry here, when you're going to take the leg in, bring your knee to your elbow. Take the time to focus that in. Then bring the right foot across, you're in almost pigeon, not quite. You're steadying yourself there before you put your leg down. Why is that preferred? Because landing on your knee joint in rotation is not really that uh, sensible of a thing to do. It's called dive bombing pigeon. And um, the teacher wants to reach through the screen at that point because uh, there's a better way, both for your abdominals and your knee joint. Now, if pigeon is truly not for you, take the variation that is. We're going to work with a little twisting here. And there's one really important thing to twisting pigeon, and that's that we don't lay down into it. So laying down in twisting pigeon is essentially the same thing as like uh, rounding the spine in any other twist. So when we're taking a twisting pigeon, chest high, chest high, you're going to bring the uh, left hand to the right knee and the left elbow to the mat or a block. Take your right hand around and place it on your sacrum. That will alleviate any uh, 
like, you need to touch your sacrum will alleviate any. And you can you can see this if you want to look at the screen. Like so, uh, sometimes his pose is done like this, like we've just golemed ourselves into a twist. Up, always a back bend at the top of the twist. And then if you want to reach around and catch your foot, because you want to do the the yogi toe lock over there, you can still do that. Ascend in the twist. If you want extra hip opening here, catch hold of the uh, the knee real well with the left hand and press the thigh out into the hand. Breath in. Breath out will undo whatever we got up to. Pause it seated. And then make your way back. Just really simply step to down dog. Just as little extra fuss as you can. Left leg up and back behind. Be precise. Bring knee to elbow. That's a big movement right there. And a big swing. Then adjust the foot. Like bring the leg into the pigeon pose with its own musculature. Then lay the shin bone down. If you want to micro adjust from there, you totally do that. Another thing we do not do in pigeon is grab your foot and yank on it to pull the shin bone where you leave the shin bone where it wants to go. Like just agree with what your body said was enough. If you got into it muscularly, that's what your muscles are capable of. Then lengthen out, stay, stay light. We're going to take the twist on this side with the right elbow coming to the floor or a block. Your chest stays up. Your left hand, and come around to your sacrum. Touch your touch your hip joint or hip crease here. And then heart forward and up. And there's going to be just, you can just anticipate that for, for all twists and uh, like arm bind stuff, your head's going to try to go down and forward. That's just, you can anticipate that every time. Like draw your heart forward, draw your head back into alignment. It's not you, right? Like the you, it's us. It's, it's we. We can anticipate that as we get into twists or binds, head wants to drop forward. We pull back into alignment. Breath in. Breath out. If you want that extra work, hold the knee, press the leg out into the hand. Here. Undo it. Back to center. Pause there. Tuck your back toes and then just gonna like think this out. Press in your back foot, lift the back leg. That needs to happen first. Pull your abdominals in. Make the front leg light. Just very little fuss. The foot can step back into down dog. Breath in. And breath out. Down knees, turn to the side of the mat you like for straddle fold, seated straddle fold. And we'll first take, take the seat. Legs out wide, lift up and bow forward. Go to you feel that that first threshold of bowing forward or of hinging forward. Pause there. Uh, bring that same quality that we did in the pigeon where you up, forward, 
and continue. Maybe you bring elbows down, maybe you don't. Maybe you bring blocks underneath. Then eventually you let your chin drop, let your head get heavy and breathe. On an inhale, walk yourself back up and in. Sit tall, arrive. We're going to bend the right knee in. Take that half seated straddle, half seated, seated half straddle. Lift up. Left arm, just send it down the left leg. Just sending that out, make it simple. Right arm, all right. Remember the, the compass, the pencil and thing that, that's cool? Your right arm's gonna do basically, it's gonna go to a compass circle toward the foot so that you've, you've reached around to get there. If you catch the foot, great. If you don't catch the foot, also great. But if you do have the foot secure with the right hand, the left hand can go back and hold the right shin. If the arm is long enough, it can press the thigh down for you. And uncompass circle that, uncompass, new word, come back up to seated and pause. The reason for that circling of the arm, what tends to happen in a side bend, I'll just show you, you just sit and breathe, is that we go overhead like this and things get kind of stuck around this area uh, or this area. And when we, when we can get the body to the side, take the arm around, we'll get more into the, down below the ribs toward the hip. So come back, uh, if you just follow me blindly into that, sorry. Uh, and, other side. I should like to oppose alert, like alert, I'm going to do this improperly. Um, so we're sitting in a seated half straddle, right legs out, left legs tucked in. First thing you're going to do, send the right arm down the right leg. Then left arm and trace around the floor. Like, it may not touch the floor, mine doesn't. Trace around in that big compass circle and then it might catch the foot. And there's nothing really wrong with going overhead. It's just that most of us are not going to have the same amount of uh, play as we have when we. You can think about this. This is like when you sweep the arm up. Um, when we were someone we standing, we don't. You don't get where we're going usually by chucking it out to the side. Right arm back over to the left side. If uh, left hand has a good secure hold on the foot. And breathe. 
which is nice coming out of that to come out the way you came in. Uncompass the arm. Sit back up at center. And then folding both legs in. Give it a little uh, hug in. So it's just like a, a seated knees to chest pose. Chin to chest, forehead towards your knees. Round your back out. Postural equivalent of go away and leave me alone. And then pull up tall. Sit. Long through your spine, press up to the back of your head like you were wearing a crown. We'll release the arms, make the transition down onto your back. A few moments to land to know where you are in your own space. If there's any finishing posture stretch you need, go for it. If you can just drop into Shavasana, just drop in. Ready, let it be.
when you're ready to come back. Start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. We'll take a moment to bring hands together at heart center. To pause. Then lifting thumbs to forehead center. Have a breath. And let it go. That was great work, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. I thank you. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.